Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we got a budget coming down this week. The next Alberta budget uh, will come down on Thursday afternoon. And the, the last quarterly update we got from the finance minister suggested that things were a little bit better. But still, overall, it's a pretty bleak financial picture. And, and that's not really going to change anytime soon. It's unclear as to when exactly, at least if the NDP were to remain in power beyond next year, at what point we would get back to a balanced budget. And the strategy for doing so really seems to be hoping for the best. Now, I mean, in fairness to the government, they inherited uh, a messy situation. Right, The price of oil was crashing uh, already by May of 2015. And even if the Tories had been reelected, they would have had to deal with a sharp drop off in revenue and, and a big economic slowdown. Right. The, the NDP didn't create that situation. But how much of the current situation can be pinned on them? Because they've certainly made decisions that the, the previous government didn't and wouldn't have made. So how much of this do they own? Well, some interesting uh, analysis on Alberta's uh, fiscal situation today ahead of the budget uh, from the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. Joining us on the line is Bev Dalvey, a distinguished fellow with the School of Public Policy at the U of C, public, or rather, uh, policyschool.ca. Bev, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me on your program. All right. Well, what do you expect uh, in, in Thursday's budget? Well, I expect they'll outline some measures to reduce the, the deficit uh, over a four or five year, year period. Um, so they, I think they have signaled that, that they will out, outline a, a, a fiscal plan for getting the um, budget back in balance. Does it seem that they have a, a plan to, to get us back to balance? Well, I think we'll wait until uh, Thursday's budget to, to answer that, to, to, to see how detailed and what assumptions are made regarding such things as the growth of the economy, uh, uh, resource revenues, and uh, interest rates and, and so on. But uh, So, yes, I think we'll have to wait and see if, it, if it's a realistic uh, scenario and what the timing of the various fiscal measures will be in order to get the deficit under control. Right. But as of now, we haven't, we haven't seen that yet. Not, not in enough detail to be able to make uh, judgments and, and make com- uh, detailed commentary on that, no. Yeah. So your piece today looks at uh, the situation Alberta's in, how much of it was out of the government's hands, and, and how much of this is, is attributable to them. Uh, so how do, how do you go about answering that question? So we took as a standard uh, what would what would the budget and fiscal situation of the province look like if the if the Notley government had just increased spending by 
the rate of inflation and population growth. So just to maintain, if you like, the real level of spending per person in Alberta. And our analysis shows that, that they increase spending at a faster rate than, than that. And as a result, we've had uh, higher deficits, uh, more debt accumulation, higher interest rates, uh, uh, sorry, higher interest payments on the debt. And the bottom line is basically that the increase in, in the province's debt since uh, 2014, uh, about 25% of that is due to the Notley government's increasing spending at a faster rate than inflation plus population growth. So you could say they maybe consciously made a decision that decisions that resulted in 25% higher increase in the debt than otherwise might have occurred if they'd maintain a more um, prudent, let's say, steady-as-you-go uh, fiscal policy. Now, regarding revenues, um, the government hasn't really gone about trying to find the revenues to, to pay for that spending. They, they did increase income tax for, for uh, upper-earning Albertans. They did uh, increase corporate tax as well. But has that really brought in much in the way of revenue? Well, no. Revenues are about the same as they were in 2014, uh, 15. Well, sorry, uh, personal and corporate income tax revenues, and that's again, it's not surprising that that revenue has slumped because of the downturn in the economy, the mm-hmm. increase in unemployment, a lower uh, average weekly earnings over over part of that period. I guess it's coming back, and of course, corporate profits have suffered because of the lower oil uh, and gas prices. So in spite of the tax rate increases, there's been no uh, boost to um, revenues from personal and corporate income taxes and have in, because of the way the, you know, through no fault of theirs directly through through the downturn in the economy. Right. And it's a, they made the decision to borrow. Uh, and rather than really getting serious about addressing the revenue situation, like, for example, a PST, right? Yes. So, um, you know, they came uh, maybe not as prepared, I think, for for the tough fiscal decisions that they w- would have had to ha- would have to make when they were first elected, and they'd already made these promises about increasing corporate taxes and and personal income taxes at the high end. So that sort of committed them to a certain path, and then they've been very. Uh, forthright in, in their interests in increasing government spending in, in, in areas that they have as, as priorities. So for those reasons, we've, they've taken us in, in this direction. I think in this next budget, we would hope to see them uh, outline a set of measures and policy that will uh, ratchet back the, the deficit and bring the province back into balance. Right. So that, you know, Deficits were probably unavoidable, regardless yeah. of, of which party prevailed in the 20, uh, 2015 election. But uh, a different approach might have meant a, a much smaller deficit. Yes. As I said, just as a standard baseline to compare their policies to, we looked at what if uh, spending had increased at the rate of inflation and population growth. And you could attribute uh, all the, the, the deficits that have occurred above and beyond that, and the debt that has been incurred as due to their policy. Of course, they could have taken an even more uh, restrictive policy than increasing spending uh, and at the rate of inflation and population growth. But, you know, I, I, I understand that they wanted to maintain 
government spending, especially at that early period of the downturn in the economy, to maintain uh, spending in the economy and to maintain some confidence that the uh, Alberta uh, economy would continue to generate jobs and employment. But there's a limit to how long you can, can do that. And, and how successful uh, or how valuable it is at the margin to keep increasing spending. Well, we'll find out more on Thursday, more at uh, policyschool.ca. Bev, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate okay. it. Uh, thanks for All having right. me on the program. Take care. That's economist uh, Bev Dalby, who's a distinguished fellow of the School of Public Policy, University of Calgary, and policyschool.ca. So by his calculations... If the Notley government had adopted a modest form of fiscal restraint, the province would have run fiscal deficits over the last three years, but the fiscal gap would have declined and be $6.5 billion lower than forecast for this year. So as he figures that about one quarter of the increase in the province's net debt since 2015 can be directly attributed to the Notley government's decision to increase real per capita government spending. So what are we going to see on Thursday in terms of uh, any kind of a plan to try to get the budget back into balance in the foreseeable future. 974-8255 is our number. Quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.